welcome and thanks for tuning in to the latest installment of the Drifter Podcast. Flights, miles, and abroad with your hosts, Brandon Boone, Kiara Sandoval, and Brian Fontenot. Learn how to maximize points, new interesting places to explore, stories from fellow travelers, and get your travel questions answered from our weekly podcast. And welcome back to the Drifted Travels Podcast. Yo, what's goody? What's up, everybody? How are we doing? I'm doing great. Great. Super great. I just got me a pet squirrel, so I'm lit. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my gosh. So, if you hadn't heard the news today, or this week, or shoot, in the last century, (laughs) there was a woman who was going to the airport and traveling with an emotional pet squirrel. So a rodent. She had her rodent. She had a rodent don't with her. Don't be calling my pet no rodent. <laughs> Brandon dr- rolls around with pet squirrels Straight up. for emotional support when traveling planes, just like this lady did. So now we have an emotional pet peacock, an emotional pet squirrel. Next thing you know, we'll have an emotional pet back, maybe a kangaroo. <laughs> Who knows what next? That's crazy, though. She says she's going out for blood, too. She went to come. She's still in frontier. I mean, where was PETA? <laughs> Where's PETA at? Oh, man. But That's... the fact that they made everybody get off the plane, they had to deplane just for her to like get rolled out of the plane on a wheelchair had me dying laughing. I would be super pissed. I'm so happy I wasn't on that flight because we would have had a whole problem. And when they were rolling out, she was flicking everybody off. <laughs> Dang, <laughs> bro. She was oh, mad. Man. She, was, she was super mad. Shout out to shout out to the lady though, man. Hey, get your money. I, I <laughs> get <guess>. your money. <laughs> Yo, what airline was that even on? Frontier, I believe. Frontier of all airlines. She oh wow. Rolled it on Frontier. Get your money, dad. Out there playing herself. <laughs> They're about to charge you for water to go on Frontier, and she trying to bring a squirrel on Frontier. She's bugging. <laughs> she tried all it. She tried it. She tried it all the way hard, all the way. Well. Hopefully, y'all got some good stories of emotional pet animals y'all are able to smuggle onto planes because that seems now to be the new trend in. So, please share your stories with us through our Slack channel or through social media utilizing Drifted Travels on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram. We'd love to be able to see what kind of animals y'all travel with. Bow. Bow, bow, bow. And with that, we're going to get right in the way into our Cards and Points segment. Now, during our Cards and Points segment, we focus on credit cards you need to have that you should own so that you can be able to travel for the low. And we're going to talk about different types of travel redemption strategies that helped you to be able to get the points that you need to go to places you want to go. International, domestic, you name it. We're going to get you there one way or another. And so with today's episode, we're going to focus on a different type of travel credit card. We're going to focus on a card that similarly acts like a cashback card, but actually has some other internship benefits. And it's actually one of the most popular cards out there that most people are using just being a starter getting to travel. On today's episode, we're focusing on the Capital One Venture Rewards card. Hey, I don't think we ever touched on Capital One cards, huh? No, nah, we, we we breathed about it. Uh, <laughs> we breathed it on the track and just let, let it go after that. <laughs> All right, Cap One, one time for Samuel. One time for the captain. So, <laughs> I just acquired the Capital One Venture card, and so... I get to at least now talk from a first-hand perspective rather than just giving you the highlights. But let's talk about the difference between credit cards really quick. 
With Adventure Rewards card, it similarly acts like a cashback card. You get $2 if you get the Adventure Rewards, which is different than the Adventure 1 card. We're going to talk specifically about the Adventure Rewards. You get two points per every dollar spent, which is basically 2x miles. And as you accumulate miles, certain charges on your account can be redeemed for miles. So it's kind of similar to what you would think of as a cashback card. But the also the other benefit is you also can redeem your miles for just straight cash back to your bank account, mm. which is different. So you get the redemption of certain travel-related charges for miles, or you get the redemption for just straight cash back. And then you can also use your miles for things such as uh, like Amazon and all those kind of stuff. But don't recommend that. <laughs> Do they have their own portal? Yeah, that's my question. So, um, no, they don't have a portal specifically. Uh, so you're not buying from the portal. Basically, you spend your purchases. So let's say, for instance, you're spending $2,200 a month because you're a micro baller. <laughs> a micro baller. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> Just kidding. But no, let's say you spend $2,200 a month. Basically, you're accumulating um, 2x points on every dollar spent. And at the end of the year, you're getting about 52,800 miles. And basically, since every dollar is a point, that's going to be basically 500, $528 500 that you can spend on like travel expenses. Mm -hmm. So with that, that would basically help you to accumulate points and get that. And what you would do when you were ready to redeem it, you just go to the place. Like say, for instance, you go to Delta's website or Southwest or American Airlines. You purchase the flights, then you go to Capital One's portal, and inside that portal, that's where you're going to go and say, hey, um, I want to use my miles towards this purchase. And boom, the purchase disappears or is credited from your bank account so you don't have to worry about paying that purchase. It's pretty dope. I can't remember if I had this card or not. I'm going to have to look on my spreadsheet. Um, I have a feeling I had it before. It's definitely worth it. Um, some of the other highlights specifically about the Venture Rewards card is that you get the unlimited rewards. So you're getting 2x miles per dollar spent on everyday purchase. You even get 10x miles on thousands of hotel purchases. So you're buying at the hotels, you're staying in hotels. This card's giving you 10x points. You're getting 10x cash hmm. back. That's the best you can get beyond any credit card you can find. Right. Not only that, you have no foreign transaction fees. And you get the global entry or TSA pre-check credit, which you know our stance. You get global entry because it's $15 more for the same five-year period, plus you get TSA pre-check. It's like a two-in-one. So basically, you're getting the TSA pre-check will cover the first year of the card. And then the other four years, you just have to spend enough in between rewards and miles. And let's be honest, all right, $95 is not too hard to come across if you're using this as a travel credit card. Facts. Even with this. This is actually turning my card where I'm putting all my bills on this card. So I just pay all my bills from this credit card. And over the course of the year, I'll have enough points that I really make up more than the $95 annual fee that they charge after the first year. Mm -hmm. So it's not a bad way to go, actually. Right. And it's a good beginner's card, too. Mm -hmm. um, if you just get into the travel game, um, it's a good card to start off with just to kind of get your feet wet. Yeah. Now, most people think of travel cards and miles and, and miles transferred to other places. But these miles don't transfer. Remember, there's no portal and there's no transfer to other things. It's just literally a cat. It's more like a cashback. So you accumulate miles and miles are redeemed for statement credits. Bye. And you can get your money redeemed on any flight that you buy. Anything. It doesn't matter. Anything. Doesn't matter. Oh, so, anything. Yeah. Well, any oh. flight, any flight specifically. 
or you can redeem it for cash back. Cash back on your balance. So mm-hmm. if your balance is seven hundred bucks and you can cash it for five hundred and you have still a balance of two hundred. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So gotcha. one of the things I've been looking at was that sometimes there are packages with hotels and flights that can come cheaper than some um flight deals. So for instance, was looking at a flight to Cancun and there was a package for a hotel and a flight for four hundred dollars per person when I was finding the flights for like six hundred dollars per person. Yeah, that's it. Because it's been expensive to fly to Cancun lately. Mm-hmm. So reason. you found a hotel and and flight for Cancun for four hundred dollars. Mm-hmm. Well, but that was from Texas. Oh uh, yeah. So but, yeah, yeah. But yeah. Wait, you... so your flights from Texas have been six hundred dollars? Well, I was finding for the dates I was looking at. Yeah. Wow, it's crazy. So yeah, I mean, considering that, it would have been great. It would be great to use the Capital One Ventures card for this because. With the Ventures card, basically, it doesn't matter where I buy the flight from, how I buy it, et cetera. All I do is to say, hey, I got some miles and points. Let's, you know, redeem it for this. So. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. And, and just clarification on the 10X miles. The 10X miles works when you go to Hotels.com slash Venture. So you oh. can use Hotels.com to be able to book your hotel stays. Ah. Okay. That's still pretty good. Mm-hmm. So. Dope, dope, dope. Yeah. So looking for a good beginner card, this is one to look at. And there are a lot of people I know who just use this card only for their travels. They've never ventured into actual points transferable cards. Mm. Yeah, I know a lot of people that only have the Capital One Venture card. They like the two times points on everything. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. Mm. So I found that Capital One, because I had Capital One was actually the first credit card that I ever got, like when I was like 18. Mm-hmm. And Capital One sends me like a venture card offer like once a year or twice a year. Shoot, who but, And I keep forgetting to like sign up because it's always like a bad time when they send it to me. So, and then I'll call like afterwards and I'm like, oh, I want to get the card. And now they're like, nope, you can't get it now. You have to, oh, you can't get it unless you like apply, like formally apply. So I just have to wait until my next offer to get it. Yeah, they definitely sell a lot of offer for this card. And, you know, I've heard a lot about it, but it definitely, you know, works mm-hmm. from what I can see. But uh, good credit card. Something, that, like I said, for good for entry level, even good, you know, even if you're at mid-level with your strategies when it comes to credit card. I mean, travel. So it's definitely one not to to think very lightly of. You know, we'll get caught yeah. up in the uh, right. Amex, Chase, Contundrum, and stuff like that. But, you know, it's not really... Uh, not really ranked up there with those, but it's still a great credit card to use. So, yeah, definitely. Two times points on everything is good. Right. That adds up quick. You can't beat that. Very, very quick. So. Yeah. You had? I got the Venture One. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's why I was like, no, I got one of them. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Wait, so you're talking about the Venture Rewards mm-hmm. card? Yeah. Okay. Different. This one, oh, the so Venture specific. One, don't, don't, doesn't have an annual fee. It doesn't have an annual fee. That. That's why I, I know I ain't been paying no annual fee. Okay. Yeah. Cool. I might, I might get that later down the line. Yeah. And the, the thing I did was I actually product changed. I changed from the Quicksilver card to mm-hmm. the Venture. And literally, they didn't ask any questions. There wasn't no uh, inquiry on my credit report. All I did was call them up, say, yeah, I want to change. So like, you sure? Like, yes. I'm like, they gave okay. You, they gave you a bonus offer? No bonus offer. Ah, okay, okay. Only bonus offer for new applicants. So hmm. I had to deal with that. But I'm just like, yeah, it was okay. I wonder if I, 
I might, I might try to see if I can finesse it. Yeah, you can call them and switch it, and then they will uh, put you back. I should have called and asked to cancel my card. Then if I would cancel my card, they would give me a retention offer, and then I would have changed the card at the same time. Mm. Hmm. So. Well, you can try that way, Brandon. Let us know. Right. Mm-hmm. I might just do that. Yep. Yep. So. Give us your thoughts about the Captain One Adventure card if you haven't already. Join our Slack group. You can go to driftertravels.com slash Slack and let us know what you think about the Capital One Venture Rewards Club. So, for those who are looking for their beginner strategies or you're just looking for a good new card to add to your wallet and diversifying your points, we're giving you the Capital One Venture card and giving you a synopsis of how you can utilize this in your everyday spending. Now, we're going to turn it over to our travel segment where we go to a place that you should go to. If you haven't been, you need to go. If you've been there, you need to go back. If you're dreaming about it, keep fantasizing because we're going to give you all the different insights on why you should go. And so with that, I'm going to turn it over to Snack Attack. He's going to tell us, where are we going today? Okay, guys. So we're actually going to visit like an entire country. So get, get your energy up. An entire country. So this country. time, an entire country. We're going to go to Croatia. So just so everyone knows, mm-hmm. Croatia is a country in the eastern part of Europe. It's on the Adriatic Sea, and it's not a city. So I had to just clarify that because I don't like when people say, oh, I'm going to go to Africa. I'm like, okay, so that's a whole continent. Which one are you, country are you going to? So we're going to go to Croatia, I'm see it all. Uh, which, like I said, it's a country in Eastern Europe, uh, Europe, and basically it is uh, along the coast, along the Adriatic Sea. So a lot of people that we know have been talking about Croatia lately because they've been going to Croatia for Yacht Week. But I wanted to see, like, you know, what – people thought about Croatia, why they like to go there, why they like to visit, and you know, why they choose to go there for Yacht Week. So, a couple things. Um, Croatia is part of the European Union. However, Croatia does not use the euro, FYI. So, Croatia has their own currency called the Kuna or the KN or the um, abbreviation. Um, You can use the euro while you're there, but you'll get your change back in in Kuna. So, and the exchange rate is not the same. So, be careful with that. And just so you know, uh, one US dollar is equal to 6.4 Kuna. So, get that together. Um, They do accept card and they do accept uh, cash there. So, you can take both. Also, to get to Croatia... It's easier coming from the United States if you fly into larger European cities like Barcelona, London, or Rome. And then once you get to Barcelona, London, or Rome, you can take a short flight, which is about two hours from Barcelona, London to Croatia, FYI. So when you're flying between Europe, those flights, you know, on the mainland are very, very cheap to fly different cities. So it's probably going to just be easier to use your points from the East Coast or the West Coast or wherever you are and just fly to Barcelona or London. Or maybe even somewhere in France and then um, fly into um, different cities in Croatia, FYI. Also, a lot of people take the bus into Croatia. So, like, they'll fly to Germany and then they'll take, like, a seven-hour bus ride. Or maybe from Rome, they'll take another bus ride to Croatia, FYI. So, there's multiple ways to get there. One other quick thing, no visa is required for U.S. citizens. So, you don't have to worry about that. 
So a lot of people want to know, like, when's the best time to go to Croatia? Because it seems like a lot of people go in the summertime, you know, for Yacht Week. So the best time of the year with the least amount of people is actually in June and September. Hmm. And the busiest time of the year to visit Croatia is in July and August. And I know a lot of people go on Yacht Week in July. So FYI. And then... Just so you know, a lot of people from Germany visit Croatia because they're very close. So if you go to Croatia during sometimes um, when the German holidays, then there are going to be a lot of people there. The prices are actually going to be a lot higher. So you actually want to look online and see when the German holidays are and try to avoid visiting during German holidays. Because they actually said online in multiple places, if you go outside the German holidays, everything is a lot cheaper and there's a lot less people. So keep that in mind. Hmm. Um, to get around while you're in Croatia because you want to visit different cities you're going to go to um, you're actually going to use rent a car or you can go to, if you're going to island hop because there are different islands in Croatia you're going to use a ferry and then also Uber X is available so we were talking about that before so if you have Uber you use Uber especially my Amex Platinum people you can definitely use Uber X there hmm. so so since we're talking about Croatia as a whole, you want to say, well, where do I go in Croatia? There are different cities that you want to go to. So a lot of us are first-time visitors. So if you're a first-time visitor, these are a couple of places that you can go to um, various cities in Croatia. So excuse me for my mispronunciation for any of these places. So what the first place is called Zagreb. Second place is Split. Third place is Plutvis, uh, P-L-I-T-V-I-C-E. Uh, another city is called Havar, and the last one I have is Dubrovnik, D-U-B-R-O-V-N-I-K. So you write all those down and uh, look those up, but those are great cities to go to for your first time visiting. And then some of the things that you can do in Croatia, so I didn't know this at all, but there are eight national parks in Croatia, there are 10 nature parks, and there's actually two uh, natural reserves there. I didn't know that. Oh, so dope. basically, Cro Croatia has a lot of different um, types of you know areas to visit besides the beach. So you can go to the parks along with going to the beach. But you can also do, there are a lot of hills and mountains there as well. So you can do like um, snorkeling and scuba diving. There, of course, there's Yacht Week. There's also a big wine uh, interest there. So they have wine tours. I didn't know that either. Uh, nice. There's definitely... There's multiple islands in Croatia, like multiple, multiple islands. So you can do a lot of island hopping, just get on the ferry and just go from island to island. I didn't know that either. Um, there's actually a Croatia is a big foodie country as well. So if you're a foodie, and you love to eat and you want to try the different foods. You definitely want to just look up food tours in Croatia. There are waterfalls in Croatia. I didn't know that either. And also rock climbing is big as well. And they also have zip lining. So. If you're an outdoorsy person like myself, that sounds like a place you want to visit. Definitely. Oh, yeah. It's yeah. Definitely on my list. Uh-huh. Yeah. So, and then from what I read in the winter, excuse me, in the summertime, it gets very, very warm there. Along the beach, it's uh, very dry. Um, but then in the winter, it can get very cold as well. But they have different climates for the different parts of the country. So the water in the summertime, it'll be a little bit more hot. But if you go more inland, it'll be a little bit more cooler. Hmm. So if you, anyone's busy Croatia, 
Uh, I would love to hear about it. Please DM us and let us know or hit us up on the Slack group and let us know. I would love to see your pictures as well. And if I would love to hear about anyone's stories regarding Yacht Week, how that went. I've seen a lot of pictures. It looks like a lot of fun. But if anyone's gone inland and done like maybe gone to the mountain or gone to the wine tours or they've done the waterfalls, I would love to see those pictures and hear about that as well. Yeah, I'm definitely, it's been on my list. Uh, definitely for last year. I hate that we couldn't go to it this year. I was about to say, you was, was planning to it, huh? Mm-hmm. I tried to make it work. Right. But that timing, though, wasn't... Uh, <laughs> it just wasn't. Right. Next year, though. Next year, definitely. What's that? Gotta do Celebrate 30 differently. <laughs> <laughs> celebrate 30 differently? Crazy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right, level up one time. Level up. Season. Yeah, so a lot of people I know that went to Yacht Week, they flew into like the big cities in Europe, and then they just took like a smaller liner into Croatia. Uh, so because I, from what I understand, flying like trying to fly directly into Croatia is really really expensive. Yeah, yeah, I remember so. looking up from Austin to Croatia, and that was like a heart attack. And then like I flew, found a flight for like four hundred dollars. I think it was like seventeen hundred dollars from Austin to Croatia, mm. but I could find a flight from Austin to Italy for four fifty. And then mm-hmm. it'll lead to like Croatia for like three hundred. I'm bad. sure you could probably you could take the bus from Italy to Croatia, and it probably would be eight nine hours, but it probably be much cheaper as well. True. Yes, and the coast of Italy and Croatia are beautiful, so I'm sure that would be a nice bus ride. Oh yeah, that's very true. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's definitely on my list of 2019. Lego, gotta make it happen. Lego, <laughs> I'm down. Definitely the the parks. I'm surprised about that. Yeah, I didn't know about that either. I didn't know it was that many parks. Mm-mm. Was not expecting mm-hmm. that. Nope. We got a lot of places to go to. Yes, we do. World is a yes, playground. Every week, the Drifter Podcast features dialogue and stories from our travel community. Real stories from real travelers. If you want to join our travel community, please visit signup.driftertravels.com. Have a question about the podcast? Want to submit a question of the day or a topic for consideration? Send an email to podcastinquiry at driftertravels.com. We would love to connect with you. All right, all right, all right. Thanks to Snack Attack. If you didn't have interest in Croatia, I'm pretty sure you do now. So it sounds like a very interesting place. If you had interest in Croatia, I'm pretty sure it's just gotten worse because now you really want to go. And if you've been in Croatia, I hope you're reminiscing on the trip and want to go back. (laughs) Because that description was enough to sell me. Facts. Facts on facts on facts. Mm -hmm. All right. So we've covered credit cards. We've given you a place to go. Now we're going to get into our last segment of the show where we speak about specifically things that are important for you as a traveler. Helping you to be able to understand and navigate the traveling waters of things that you had never even just considered about, or just things that you've always pondered and had questions for. And that's why we're going to speak, discuss, debate, share those things that you are thinking maybe intimately in your head. So, with that, we're going to turn over to our open discussion segment. And for today's section, today's open discussion segment, we're going to cover something that probably near and dear to my heart your heart everybody's heart on here shoot everybody's ever listened or ever decided to ever travel we are going to discuss today how do you organize a successful group trip 
Not one where you decide to have a group trip and then everybody flakes within the first month. <laughs> We're talking about how do you actually get friends to travel? You know, like the ones you see on those Instagram stories where they post the pictures and everybody looks like having a good time. Mm-hmm. And you're all like, I wish my friends had that kind of money. We're going to teach you how to do this. Lit. <laughs> I know. I don't know, bro. You guys got to find. First first step, you got to find the real ones. The real right. ones. <laughs> you got to find a travel squad. Is that bro. your A1? <laughs> That's a travel squad, dog. Travel squad. It's a new type of A1. Yeah. You, you, you got to find your travel squad. That's before you do anything, you got to know who's really down or you're going to be wasting a lot of time. Yes. Straight up. A lot of frustration. Right, that too. <laughs> and possibly even hurts your pockets. If you start to pay oh. for stuff, and it can get crazy. Yeah. So definitely find your travel squad. Start small, man. I know when we started doing our guy trips, we started domestic. So we went to Vegas the first year. Then we did Miami. Cause we had to kind of test people who really were serious about going. Mm-hmm. Then the third year we did Cuba. So you got to build up to where you want to get and then find your people who's down. Find your people. So now we got a group of like 10. If yeah. we really said, let's go here, they'll, they'll buy the ticket. Right. <laughs> no hesitation. Facts. So that's like my first two steps. Yeah. What other kind of advice you have, Snack Attack? I'll play off what Brandon said. Definitely have to find people that you can vibe with, that you can go out of the country with for a few days and you don't want to kill by the time you want to get back. But along with people that you can get along with, you want to make sure you find people that say if they're going to go, they're going to go. Definitely. And when you need when you need payment for something, that they are going to pay and not give you a hard time about it. Definitely. And also, when you go on the trip, you want to make sure these people have money to spend or the means to spend, and you're not trying to cover things for them. Right. Oh, here they math or hear them complaining every, every yes. two seconds. Yes. Yeah. Yes, so that's that's important. It's like you got to find people you vibe with, people that have the means to go, and people that like are going to pay for everything when they're supposed to, right. and not say, "Hey, man, you know, can you cover this for me?" And then like never pay you back. Right. And honestly, <laughs> yeah. this might not be your best friend or your cousin or your family. It might just be right. some people you kind of just connected with and was just cool with, or you met through somebody else. Um, kind of like our trips. Um, I can't remember his name. The only time I see him is, is on a trip. Uh, I can't even think of his name right now. It's probably better that you can't. <laughs> <laughs> but hey, every time we take the trip, it's cool. Like yeah. it's all it's all good. Yeah, I mean, people have good intentions, right? So you're gonna reach out to your best friend because it's like you know, hey, we've lived life together, we've done this together. Travel's the next step, right, in our relationship. And sometimes it just may not be. Right. The people that you choose that you would like to travel might be like a good movie. It's a good movie. <laughs> it only happens in the perfect movie or perfect situation right. or perfect things. And life ain't perfect. So right. don't get disappointed when it's not your best friend traveling with you. It's cool. Right. Maybe like, once they see all your pictures and stuff, they, they might get their mind right. And, and you may have to, like, like Brandon and... Uh, Stack of Tech said, start small, but also at the same time, you know, you really have to understand people who can afford to travel and start with, with a good like domestic trip. See if you can actually just go down the street with somebody. Go to another city mm-hmm. next door. If you can't mm-hmm. even stand them next in like, you know, in a neighboring city, how are you going to travel thousands of miles away? 
it's kind of it's kind of not legit you know it's not just mentally sound like thinking no, i agree completely you have to and and like what you said you can't it might not necessarily be with your best friend or the people that you hang out with every weekend and my it's a lot of times for us it's people that like live out of town and we just see each other like when we go out of town and mm-hmm. we're all together exactly and it's like maybe once or twice a year we might do something together and we come together and we have fun and then until next time i'll see you then yeah so yeah and then another thing i was going to add on to both y'all's comments you know it may be starting with a one time a year trip and yep. that, you know, it would be nice to be able to travel every, you know, a couple months, get away with people or go to concerts. But, you know, one, you got to understand the injuries of other people, because just because you can travel with somebody doesn't mean they have the same expectations when they travel. Some people like to go hit all of the spots. Some people want to relax and they don't want to do very much. They want to have sleep in mornings. And you have to know those things when you travel with people. So everybody, right. just because you're traveling with somebody doesn't mean they have the same expectations, which is really big. And I've seen that even come up on trips. Yeah, yeah. Gotta have yeah, that's options. a good point. That is, yeah. So, I mean, definitely understand, I guess, three big factors that we kind of narrowed down is you want to understand, one, who has the ability to afford to travel? And you have to be really, really subjective with yourself about that. Because people may seem that way, but you may you know if somebody can afford travel because you know traveling is can sometimes not be cheap. And it's like who actually has discretionary income? If y'all go out to happy hour and you're paying for the drinks in the rounds and the foods every time, <laughs> that's probably indicated that you that you can't travel with that person. Secondly, understand their interests. Who you know who or what the, the, what are they about? What do they like to see? What is their expectations? And it's good like. Like they say in relationships, communication is important. It's good when you travel to communicate with people about your expectations. Hey, I don't want to sleep in every morning. I want to start my day at nine on a maximized most of the day. Because what also comes back and hurts group trips is when you get on the trip, you've slept in until 11, 12 o'clock, and now you're mad because you want to go do stuff, but you didn't tell everybody, hey, this was my expectation coming into the trip. So having those types of discussions ahead of time helps you better when you plan so that you have a good trip experience. Yeah, and if you want to, like, you have half the group that wants to sleep in and, you know, go out when they get up, and then the other half of the group wants to, like, get up early and do stuff. We've worked that out as well, mm-hmm. where, you know, the people that want to get up and do stuff, they get up and do stuff, and the people that kind of just want to lounge around, they just lounge around, and then maybe, like, over the course of the trip, we have two entire group events. So, like, we'll have, like, a, you know, one event on the last day and then we might have like a, you know, a welcome event where everybody gets there. We have like everybody comes. So then that way everybody sees each other at least once or twice mm-hmm. and then everybody can go off and do their own thing and people don't feel obligated to do everything, mm-hmm. you know, as the group. I like it. I prefer it that way. I don't want everybody to feel like they have to do everything the group is doing. Right. So mm-hmm. um, as long as like everybody knows where everybody's going to be for the most part and like, you know, some of the women have, you know, they're accounted for, we know where they are, then I'm okay with it. So I think that's great advice. Yep. Yeah. That that's that's how you sp- do that's it. spot on. Real spot on. Yeah. It's straight from experience. Yeah. I mean a lot of it comes down to strong communication and, you know, just flexibility. If somebody if you can't be flexible on trips, you really miss out on a lot. Mm-hmm. So hopefully you're out there, you know, bending like I've ever been out there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Right. <laughs> <laughs> this guy. <laughs> Been like a rubber band, y'all. Be flexible. <laughs> New shirt coming soon. New shirt goes. Been like a rubber band. <laughs> 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 Man, 
Yeah. So, I mean, definitely. So definitely figure out the people that can afford to travel. Definitely see if you can travel with them and understand their interests and just be honest about your expectations. And then, you know, agree, 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 disagree on some things, too. So mm-hmm. like Snack Attack said, you definitely want to find people that allow, you know, some flexibility. So some people want to sleep in, sleep in. If you don't, you want right. to start in the morning on and start early, you find, know. Find but you most importantly, ha- find you the real ones you're just going to have fun with. The real with. ones. Yeah. Straight up. Travel's got to be fun. If it's not fun, you're doing it wrong. Like, right. straight up. <laughs> so, <laughs> so definitely find people that you enjoy their company. So as you get closer to the trip, you know, a couple months ahead of time, share the location that you want to go to. Tell people, hey, this is where I want to go. Organize a trip. You know what? Good uh, habit to do is start a group me. Allow people to get a chance to know each other. Yep. Start uh, talking smack. You know, exchanging jokes. You know, figuring out who's funny, who's not. Figure out who's going to hit on who when they get on the trip. <laughs> oh, yeah, I said that. A, mm, Oops. <laughs> <laughs> Don't go there. That's a whole nother episode, bro. <laughs> so that's what you'll be doing, bro. <laughs> nah. <laughs> I pee from the sidelines. It's a spectator sport. <laughs> Right now. Uh, <laughs> with that being said, <laughs> nah, no prayer over here. But take time to actually get to know people. Start so group me. It's a great way for people to chat and be able to get to know each other. And so they develop relationships and bonds even before they get on the trip. And then definitely set up deadlines when it comes to money. Make a Google spreadsheet. Uh, I think that's been key for us in a lot of our trips to be able to share what are the costs going to be so people get the total idea and understanding of what's going to be expected cost-wise. And then you can start throwing ideas and stuff onto like a little plan, like on a Google spreadsheet, so people understand, hey, here's some things that we're considering, some, some of the activities. You don't have to participate in everything. But you definitely need to know, for instance, for your Airbnb, like what's going to be the deadline dates, who's going to pay, and who do you send the money to. So you want to utilize a Venmo or uh, PayPal or, you know, a ca- cash to be able cash to send app. money. So you definitely want to have maybe one, maybe two people that actually maybe put the expenses on one card and then they have to pay by a certain deadline. And then after that yep. certain deadline, you know, hey, if you didn't pay, you don't get access to this. But, you know, you got to st- get some st- kind of structure so that you can make sure the trips are the best that it can be. And then after that, you know, it's just like hyping it up. Talking about the experience, you know, yeah. sharing things, making a mixtape playlist for the music that you're going to uh, listen to when you get there. Hey. You know, all kind of different things to just like make, get live in the mood so people get excited about the trip. Mm-hmm. And then there comes travel day. Don't forget your passport. It's <laughs> <laughs> stuck in passport the Passport and credit card. We can, get, we can work out everything else. Yeah, pay right. your bills before you get there because you're going to spend extra money on when you get on the trip that you don't even expect. So, have some credit card limit available for that, but have the money to pay for that too. Right. <laughs> so, and if you go into Cuba, <laughs> if you go into Cuba, first of all, <laughs> research where oh, you going, Faces <laughs> get hot over here. Oh my gosh! What? Don't Please. don't roll up in Cuba with your credit card and no cash. No cash. We say this about ten times. <laughs> research where you going. I'm gonna keep saying it. Research ahead of time. Please. Don't research the day of. Please, please bro. Research ahead of time. Please. Don't end up stuck. <laughs> Don't end up stuck. Yeah. And Trump ain't gonna get you. I'm telling you that now. <laughs> Trump ain't gonna get you. I've been bad. I've been bad about that. I've researched like in the airport while I'm getting on the airplane. Yeah. But I mean, I pretty much knew like you know if I need a credit card or cash or whatever. But yes, yeah. that's important. Yeah, research ahead of time so that you can share with people too because. There are going to be people in the group who didn't who didn't plan, 
And then also, there are going to be people who are going to follow somebody else's lead in the group. Like when it came to Cuba, we were all kind of considering who's going to, like, how much money to bring. And I think somebody just blurted out, I'm bringing out this much. And then everybody just started working from that number. Right. So. Yeah, I think what, if you actually find people that you're like, can travel with very well, those conversations come very, very easy. Like if you're trying to track down people all the time and you're trying to track down payments, that's an indication of something might be wrong when you get on the trip. Hey, FYI. Yeah. yeah. But there are some people that are just busy and depending on their job, they just might not be available, but they'll usually let you know. But if they pay, like my, my experience is if they might not communicate a lot, but they pay when they're supposed to pay, then I'm fine with that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, like, I know I can call Brian and be like, hey, Brian, I need blah, 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 for blah, blah, blah. And he'll send it right over. And Brandon, too. So. Bang, bang. Ain't, no, ain't nothing but thing. Don't play with money, y'all. That's one thing I can play <laughs> with. <laughs> so. But yeah. Yes, but if you're trying to start a group trip and you guys have questions, please let us know. I would love to help you out. Right. We're, here for, we're here for all recommendations and, and support and help. We've done, all three of us have done this for many, many, many years. Successfully. Back-to-back oh, yeah. -back group trips. So much that people wanted to come on our group trips, and we had to decline them. Mm. Unfortunately, <laughs> I don't know. A little birdie told me drift of travels on um, group group trip coming soon. <laughs> it's it's coming if we can <laughs> utilize these tips. <laughs> <laughs> so, definitely, definitely. But hopefully, this has been helpful, insightful, and everything else that you need to be able to make 20, 20 great teen the last two months of the year. A group trip phenomenon or 2019 too. Right. 2019, you go higher. Oh, yeah. Yes. <laughs> higher, higher. Way up. And further, further away. Right. From the BS. <laughs> it's been a fun episode. <laughs> Hope that y'all enjoyed the show. Hope that y'all come right. tune in for a future episode. Share the podcast with others. Leave us reviews on uh, iTunes, Google Play, you know, SoundCloud. Shoot, everywhere we be at. YouTube. Yeah, everywhere. Yeah, you, you, Stitcher. You, Stitcher. Tune in radio. I mean, if you find us, leave us a review. We'd love to know what's going on with you. And definitely visit driftertravels.com. Drift learn a little bit more about our podcast, learn about our community, and connect with other travelers. And we look forward to seeing with you, chatting with you, and then giving you more tips and trips that's going to help you to be the best traveler that you can be. So, uh, with that, it's been fun. And this has been one of your co hosts, Brian Fontenot. Brandon Boone. And Kiara Sandoval. And we out ya. Peace. See you next week. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of The Drifter Podcast. Flights, miles, and abroad. Enjoyed the show? Make sure you review us on iTunes. Share the podcast on social media with your friends, family, and fellow travelers. Want to be featured on our podcast or have a question about travel you need answered? Visit driftertravels.com slash podcast to learn more and to be a part of our show. Be on the lookout for our next episode. Until next time, Drifter family, travel safe.